Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, and welcome to Runners Only with Dom Harvey. On this episode, Shane Cameron. Do you know, I still get fucking hammered on, excuse my language, I, I, still, I, I still get hammered on, on social with some of the, some, obviously his supporters and this guy, oh, you're big mouth and you know, you're good that you got knocked out. Da, da. That's, that's What's it? Not now, still. Yeah. Oh, 13 years on. On a weekly basis. Right. Yeah, on a weekly basis. <laughs> Shane Cameron, also known as the Mountain Warrior, is one of New Zealand's best known boxers who's gone on to be very successful in business. He's also a bloody nice guy. And I'm thrilled to share this one with you guys because, um, well, there's a bit of a backstory. I recorded this podcast with Shane way back at the start of the year before my podcast had even launched. I've mentioned on here before that I'm learning and I'm making mistakes and I'm figuring this podcast game out as I move along. And this was, I thought, one of those mistakes. I honestly thought I'd lost this recording, but the file turned up last week. So I'm genuinely thrilled about that. We talk about all sorts of stuff, including his time spent in America training with Mike Tyson, and of course, that fight with David Tua back in 2009. Remember that? Brutal. Something that I think is worth sharing. Shane agreed to come on the podcast without even knowing what it was about or without asking any questions, and I'm so delighted that you guys get to hear this. Finally, Shane Cameron on Runners Only with Dom Harvey. Hey, Runners Only, kick, kick, let's get it started. Hey, hey. This is Runners Only with Dom Harvey. Fast paced, slow and steady, anywhere you coming. Just want to connect for everyone who loves running. This is Runners Only. Yeah, let's get it started. This is Runners Only with Dom Harvey. Fast paced, slow and steady, anywhere you coming. Just want to connect for everyone who loves running. Hey, Runners Only with Dom Harvey. Sitting here in an office at the back of his gym. Shane Cameron, the boxer. Morning, mate. <laughs> Morning, brother. Morning. Hey, you, uh, yeah, bloody good to see you. Bloody yeah. good to see you. I'll tell you what, um, something that cracked me up about you. Uh, you and me, we sort of know each other, I suppose, reasonably well through interviews over the years with yeah. boxing and dancing with the stars and whatever. Yeah. Um, I flicked. You, you've got no idea what my podcast is about, do you? you no, 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 no. So exactly. I just messaged you and you said, you said yes. <laughs> no extra questions. No, what's it about? What's the angle? No. Okay, so the podcast is called Runners Only with Dom Harvey. Okay, yeah, and it's because yeah, right. um, you know I'm passionate about my running. You are, I know so it's that. um yeah, it's sort of got a running theme to it. And uh, I, I don't know what your relationship with running is like now, but I'm guessing as a professional boxer, um, it's definitely like you know part of your part of your makeup as part of training for that. Yeah, it, it is. It is. Um, with, get it nice. Get it nice and close. With, to them, with um, yeah, with the with the boxing um, and with the running, it's. You know, and I was a bit heavier too when I when I when I was boxing. I was sort of around 105 kilos, so I used to always struggle with shin splints and stuff like that. Right. And you just got to push through, and 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 it is what it is. So I never really liked the running, you know, because <laughs> <laughs> all I could just imagine was shin splints every day I run, yeah. you know. Or I used to love doing, you know, oh I do change it, you know. Otherwise I do sprints, wind wind sprints and stuff like that, you know. But you just had to be done because because really the running, you know, if you got the wind sprints, that's really good for your, um, you know, so your your anaerobic threshold is so to speak. And then you got your aerobic running, which is well for me running for running five to ten k's is a big run for me. Yeah. You know, been at, been at that weight, but but now I do a lot more running now. You know, I'm oh a, you do? I'm a, I'm a bit lighter. Yeah, so I'm a bit lighter, and I actually I, I don't mind just 
you know, for, like I say, I'm not not a bloody runner like you, man. Like so, five k's, I'm pretty happy with a five k run, you know, and I don't get any shin splints, and I'm and I'm happy, you know. But it's just good for um, good for your head. I do a lot of thinking with my running, to be honest, mate. Like um, I think, you know, my brain doesn't stop anyway. But it's just good when I run and, and I think about things. I go, man, you know, that'd be good to talk about this, you know, because I'm doing my little yarns and stuff like that with my cook ups at home and. And just all sorts, you know, think about the business and what I want to do and what I want to create and, you know. Um, so, yeah, there, there's mm. uh, so many benefits for me for running too. Oh, yeah, clears, clears the head. Eh? The, yeah, the, um, I bang on about the yeah the mental health benefits as much as the physical. It's yeah. um, really, really good for that. And, um, yeah, so much of you mentioned there we, we want to talk about because um, uh, I, I find what you've done post-boxing inspirational. Like you're, um, an, you're a businessman, you. you're an entrepreneur, um, you've got your gym, Shane Cameron Gym, uh, which is a ballsy move setting up your own gym. Yeah. Especially when there's like a gym on every corner in Auckland, um, and you've got your, your counter punch label, which does boxing gear and things. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, a lot of boxers they they end the game and they don't do smart stuff with their money. But it seems like um, you've you've you're doing okay. Yeah, oh, thank you, mate. I appreciate that. It's it's like um, I'm I'm one of those guys, and it, it probably it hinders me sometimes because I'm a. I'm never content. I'm never, never, never happy. You know, um, in some ways. Um, but, but at the same time, I'm a driver. I'm a driver. I know. I, I know what I'm after. I know where I want to get to. You know, I do whatever it takes to get there. You know, um, and like you pointed out, you know, I've got the gym. I've had the gym for a while now, and and gyms, like I say, gyms are like dairies. They're on every kil- every corner. You know, so yeah. And you're up against like, there's one just over the road from where yep. you are, like a Snap Fitness or a Jets yep, or whatever it is. That's right. Yeah, you're yep. up against those franchises. So up against it, exactly. So, um, but but you know, hey. We've been in the game for a long time, anyway, so we know what we're up against. Um, but yeah, yeah, counterpunch the the boxing product. That's that, that, that that's something that I started up probably about five years ago. Uh, and off counterpunch, then I run counterpunch coaching courses, which are accredited, accredited coaching courses that I designed up. You know, obviously, with my background in boxing and coaching and understanding that, and I really enjoy that. I travel around the country with um, delivering that course, you know, so I can pass people or fail people based on their ability. Um, but it's about, it's around growing the, uh, growing the sport in terms of the knowledge. You know, I always say knowledge is power. So mm. the more knowledge you are as a personal trainer, because those are the people that I'm targeting, personal trainers, they want to understand how to hold pads and different combos, combinations that flow that don't, you know, there's combinations that don't work and, and just everything from the footwork and, and the knowledge that I've learned over the years. Yeah. I'm not saying I know everything, but I know a little bit, you know, I've been, been in the game. So I do love that aspect of um of the coaching side you know so um and oh, yeah, I don't know, i've got so many bloody things on uh, sometimes that that are too many but anyway you know i've just uh, just launched uh, my app uh, counterpunch fitness app so um that was launched just before christmas and um yeah 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 it's like, it's like it's like this interview is just me just talking about the things I've got, <laughs> the things I've got going on. But maybe you just start talking. <laughs> no, that's that's right. No, it's, yeah. but it seems it seems to me like um, even though it's a, yeah, completely different skills to being being a good boxer to being a good businessman, but the uh, like the drive and um, I suppose the yes. energy and the passion that you had in sport, uh, you've sort of transferred those skills to outside of the ring. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have. You know, like I say, um, yeah, yeah, with any, well, with anything you do, you, know, you you only get. I'm a big believer. I always say this. Always say it. You only get out what you put in. Right. You know, so if you only put five minutes in, you can't expect to get bloody twenty minutes out. You know, like it's just it, it is what it is. You know, um, and I'm pretty real with a lot of the people that I that I train and want to get results with in terms of health and fitness. You know, have you stuck to your meal plan? Oh, oh, oh. Well, clearly, you know, you're not getting the results because you haven't put in the, the hard work. You know, it's simple. There's no there's no sugar coating, eh? You know, mm. you either put the work in, you get the results, and you get the results. And that's the same with your boxing or in business. You know, you can't expect to be, have a thriving business that's going to generate all this money if you don't put any work in, you know? So, simple, you know? Yeah. So, um, 
But I tell you what, man, I tell you what, I love, boxing is much easier than running a business. <laughs> <laughs> much easier than running a business. Oh, heck yeah. Bring, um, take me back to boxing any day. All right, we, 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 yeah, listen, there's so, there's so much I want to unpack with you. There's so much so much to chat about. First of all, um, like what, what's, what sports did you play growing up? Mm, yeah, yeah. Uh, when I, I grew up in a little place called Tiniroto, which is 50-minute drive inland from Gisborne. Country town. Uh, Mum and dad lived in the country. Dad worked on a few farms. Um, my my goals and drives and aspirations from a young boy was to be a shepherd, to be a shepherd, ride a horse to work every day, and that's what I did. So I left the school uh, as soon as I turned fifteen, because you're allowed to leave at fifteen at that time. Uh, and I had a full time job, uh, offered a full time job before, so I knew where I was going. So I worked on a farm just up the road. It was seven thousand acre farm. I just loved it, loved everything about it. And I already had five sheep dogs. I had three horses, and that's all I did. I worked every day from fifteen, you know, to do my work. Love working, love everything, and, and everything I do. I always want to be the best at it. Yeah, will I become the best at it? That doesn't matter. But like in my head, I want to be the best. Yeah. at it. Yeah, I'm very competitive in that way, you know. And at fifteen, I want to be the be the best at everything I did, but without without you know big shoulders or anything like that. Just man, I just just I just grind. Just said nothing. Mm. Very quiet, very observed, but I just I just did my thing, you know. Uh, and then then I, I didn't play, so I played rugby, just nipper at, at school, and then um, I went to England. So so I worked on a three sheep stations. Then I was nineteen. I had a bad run run with, run with my sheep dogs, where one had died and another one had nearly died. They must have eaten some rat poison, and that was a turning point. So if you think about turning points in your life. Because if, if that hadn't happened, I would not be here sitting with you talking about my career in boxing. There's no way I, oh. yeah, I'll, I'd still be farming. Because if those dogs hadn't have died, I wouldn't have gone. Hey, what am I going to England for to do an OE? Because I knew about my, you know, people that I knew that went to England to do the OE. Yeah, you know. Um, and so within a month, I, I handed my notice. I said to the boss, I'll, I'm, "I'm going away. I'll be back in six months." You know, and I farmed some of my dogs out, and I planned to come back and carry on farming. I'm in England. I'm playing rugby, and I was watching some boxing on TV one day. I go, "Man, I wouldn't mind giving that sport a go." My grandfather used to box back in the 1920s in Wellington. Always inspired by his boxing stories. Talking about another turning point, another turning point was that, watching a, a, a fighter in the UK, Prince Nazim Hammond, I was watching him fight, and I go, man, I want to give that sport a go. So why, why did you, because I, 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 I like watching boxing on TV, yeah, but yeah. I, I never think, um, yeah, Tyson Fury looks good, I might give that a go. <laughs> <laughs> why, well, like, what makes you think yeah. that you'd be um, good at it? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I don't, I'm one of those guys, I don't know, I, so deep down I, I always thought I was a bit of a tough guy, you know, <laughs> but, I, but I was really, really quiet, really quiet, really observed, never spoke to anyone, never spoke just like thing, but yeah. I knew I was tough because I always backed myself. But I never, you know, and saying that the fights I did have was all around um, alcohol. Oh, just, pub brawls. Yeah, pub brawls, just drunk, you know, and just, you know, I'd never have a fight if I was sober, right. you know, but it was just, I just backed myself and I always loved, loved listening to my grandfather's boxing stories. So I was watching some boxing on TV, like I said, and then within a few days I found boxing. So my first fight the week of my 20th birthday. Um, what year and, was that? When was that? Uh, that was 1998. 1998, yeah. Oh. So, so, um, oh, you must have been quite good because um, it was 2002 that you were at the Commonwealth Games and you won a bronze right. medal. So yeah. four years after taking up the yeah. sport. Yeah, yeah. That's and right. is, is um, 20 quite a late age to be starting? Oh, very. Yeah. Very, yeah, yeah, yeah very. Yeah. So I trained for three months and then I had my first fight. And then, yeah, within a year and a half, I was ranked number three in England. And then a few more, well, two more years after that or whatever it was, then I come home to New Zealand to qualify for the Commonwealth Games team. Went to went back to Manchester once I qualified and and won a bronze medal at the Commonwealth Games. That seems like a, quite a fast um, apprenticeship. 
Uh, to me, uh, yeah. were you naturally good, or did you just like work your ass off in those four years? Um, I think a bit of both. Yeah. Right, but one right. thing I did do, I, I worked my ass off. Yeah, I did. Mm. Yeah, I'm all about it. I'm an extras man. You yeah, know? like like if coach says do this, I'll go. Yeah, whatever. I'll do double that. Right. You know. So, um, and I still do that now. You know. Um, so always looking for those little marginal yeah, gains. Yeah, oh, 100%. hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. because I started late, and 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 when I started late, so a lot of coaches were going, "No, oh, he's a good boy." I can hear them over talking. You know, oh, he's a good boy, but he won't make it. He started too late mm. oh, he's a good boy he's he, he goes right you know he's put some good talent but he but he's um he started a bit late i'm thinking in my head i'll show you i'll show you what i can do you know and, and that mm. was just like i went from like i said around the drinking i was drinking in the uk because they love to drink over there you know five six nights a week you know but socially meet down down the corner for sure. a few drinks and i went from drinking like five six nights a week to not drinking for three four six months at a time and just fully focused just trained every single day and like I say, from 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 starting the week of my twentieth birthday to a year and a half later, ranked number three in England, and it just it just it just and even when I get ranked in and win titles and stuff like that, I, I just I, you know there's nothing. I haven't achieved nothing. I haven't achieved nothing, and then just keep I just keep going like that because I'm I'm never content. I'm never content. You know, mm. Finally, finally get a world title shot. Ah, I need to win it. I need to win it. You know, so. But and that's the same for me with business. You know, yeah. if I have certain goals that I want to hit financially, I hit it. and I'm gonna say I'm not happy. I'm not happy. You I'm want happy. more? Yeah, I don't, I don't know why it's bad. You know, in some ways <laughs> it's bad because my partner at home just goes, "Man, you're such a bloody drop." Yeah. Sometimes you're a negative bastard. Do you sometimes take a moment to like like pause and reflect on what you've done? Like, um, I, I don't know. This is your workplace that I'm in. But I walk in the I walked in the door for the first time and. There's a boxing ring there, and there's loud music, and there's people doing classes, and your name's up on the wall. Yeah. And I think, shit, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm sure you had that moment when you opened the doors for the first time, but yeah. do you ever walk in and think, I'm, I'm doing okay. The kid's yeah. done all right. Yeah. Uh, no. Nah, uh, yeah. I, I don't. I think I think about the, the things that need to be done, you know, <laughs> the things that need to be done. I'm going, why the fuck hell? Someone didn't bloody clean that, or, you know, nah, nah, nah. Oh, I'd, I'd like to, uh, and I, I'm not saying no because I want to be some hero or anything mm. like that. It's just like, nah, that's not really in my vocabulary around that. I wish I, I wish mm. I did, and I need to take a moment, and, I, and I, I'm working on that in terms of you know personal growth and and that like um, being content with some of the things that I've got, you know, because I've got some cool things um, going on, and uh, and I and I, I just talk to my my partner, and I talk to my brother, and I just have, I need to be happy with what I've got, you know. Mm. Um, so so that's personal. Growth yeah, stuff and sure. Some of the stuff I'm sure. working on now, you know, you know, so never stop learning is one, yeah, one thing. Yeah, eh? absolutely. And um, so, the, so the Commonwealth Games, where's, where's that medal now? Is that something that means a lot to yeah, you? Yeah, yes, it yeah. does. It means a lot to me. It's framed up. It's at home. It's right. in, a, it's in, it's in, yeah, in a room where there's other stuff in that in there. That's Box, pretty. Boxing that's, stuff. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Well, so what, what happened there? Were you? Were you? It was twenty years ago, so I can't. I can't yeah. remember. Were you? Were you lucky to get the bronze, or were you unlucky not to get a, a gold or silver? What yeah. Happened? Yeah. What, what? Yeah. So that's a good. That's a good story. So uh, my first fight, I fought the Nigerian champ, and then I, uh, I beat him. I stopped him in round two, and then the th- second fight, I fought the Jama- Jana- J- uh, Jamaican champ, and I, st- I stopped him in round four. And then I come up against a Canadian uh, in the semi-finals. So, so by the time I was guaranteed a bronze medal, you know, just because the way the draw goes, right, you get, right, you get yeah. two bronzes because you get one, you get two sides of the draw, and then they meet, so you end up having two bronze medalists. So, um, so the winner was going to get the silver, and the loser gets the bronze. Is that that's right? Right, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's, so there's two bronze medalists, and then the silver, and then a bronze. So, so I was going into the semi-finals. So if I'd have won that, I would have, um, I would have been in the finals. Uh, and just oh, the nerves got to me. The nerves got to me, you know, and I had the same routine going to the 
go into the um, the venue, you know, that, that was the tape, you know, the bloody CD recorder, you know, I had listened to the same music. I'm thinking, <laughs> and I'm thinking, because ah. I was new to the sports, I'm yeah. like, oh, I feel really heavy. I feel really heavy. And until I know back now, I think I was just so nervous. Yeah. I was just so nervous. I didn't, I didn't you know, get into the stadium, there's like 10,000 people. I'm thinking, oh, I just, I'm used to fighting around like in a club of like a couple hundred people mm. at my bare best. But anyway, it was just the psychological side got to me on that day. And I just, yeah, I just got, I just got outboxed, just got outboxed and, I just put that in, put that, put that in my hat, and and as a, it was a, a massive learning curve. So I never, because I never, so I never had that moment ever again in my career. Even though, yeah, I fought Spud Mike Tyson and Spud, I also fought David Tua and all that. You know, just like, um, you know, there's, there's, yeah, yeah. So that was a moment where I was just so nervous, mm. so nervous, and I was just drained. I don't know if you get nervous before your runs and stuff, mm. where where we you, you 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 just can't get going. You're jumping up and down. I'm so and I was so fit. So fit, I'm jumping up and down, I'm throwing a few punches, I'm thinking, oh, why am I getting so tired so early? You know, but anyway, I'll put that down, just, just nerves, so just mm. the psychological side of boxing just, yeah. just got to me. Oh, mate, I'm, I'm in no way comparing like what I do with essentially fun runs to what you do, because oh, I'm not even at that elite level, but I'll be on the, lo- the, the start line for a marathon or a half marathon, and I, I'll just, there's been occasions where I'm like, I just want to get in the car and drive home. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't even want to be here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then it gets to the end of the run, and you, you, you know, whether you get the result you want or not, yeah. you, you feel amazing. You feel amazing. Um, but just the nerves and the anxiety, yeah. it's a terrible thing. But yeah. I, I would think something like boxing, where it's such a lonely sport, and yeah. when all your, your corner men get out and you're just in there alone with your opponent, that's, yeah. that's got to be the most nerve wracking thing in the world. Yeah, yeah. But like, if you come back to like what you, when you asked me before, like, uh, you know, I, I back myself. You know, I back myself as yeah. a bit of a macho sort of, you know, you know, within within more the way how 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 I conduct myself. But like, um, yeah, yeah, I'm just like, yeah, you think you can beat me? Because I get in the ring, I think you think you can beat me. Hey, how dare you get in the ring? And think you can mm. beat me? That's my that's what's going to my head. Yeah, I'll let you know what you're up to. Is that essential? I feel like you probably need everyone that goes into a boxing ring probably needs that, right? Yeah, you need. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if everyone thinks that, but yeah. uh, that's what I think. You know, and I, um, you have to. Because if you don't think that, well, it's going to be a hard night for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a hard night yeah, for yeah, you. Yeah. You know, a hard night in the boxing ring is a bit different to a <laughs> hard day on a marathon marathon yeah. course where uh, you might get a cramp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay, so um, so that was 2002. We were you tempted to stick around for another couple of years and maybe go to the Olympics? I was tempted. It? Yeah. I tempted. Yeah, yeah, because no one around in the Oceania region – uh, could could beat me, you know. So it was it was pretty much a given that I'd make the Olympics, two thousand Sydney Olympics. Um, but uh, I was twenty four. I think, man, I, I, my style would suit the pro game a bit better. And I was just like, man, I want to try and make some money. So um, yeah, uh, so yeah, I, I went against. Uh, so I retired from amateur boxing and, and, and turned, turned professional. Right. Can you remember how much your first paycheck was as Four, a pro? Four hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Four hundred dollars, mate. You, you know. gave up your Olympic dream for four yeah, hundred. Yeah, yeah. Wow! And that, yeah. you, you won that fight. I take yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. God, what did they lose again? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like Fifty bucks. <laughs> why? Yeah. Why? Why so small? Yeah. Oh, it just, oh, it's just, just what it was. You know, right. like, like, um, uh, you know, you think about. I suppose, uh, you know, you need, uh, you know, behind every good fighter, it's important to have a good team in terms of marketing, all that sort of stuff. You know? Right. How, how the times are now, like, say, for example, if, if, if I was signed by, you know, a big time promoter, you know, yeah, you know, I went to, you know, you look at what Parker's done, you know, and he didn't even go to the Commonwealth Games. Um, but it's just, it's just, you know, he had talent, he got picked up by Duco, yeah. and they just, they just, 
Blew him up. Blew yeah, him up. Right. You know, blew him up. But at the same time, he's got some ability. You know, so it's probably, you know, on the other side, is that's probably what hindered me. So so everything I I, 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 I earned, I, I certainly earned it, you know, yeah. from, from, from grassroots, eh? Yeah. So, okay, so then you, you turn pro, you get $500 for that first fight, and then it's, yeah. um yeah, you're, you're on a one hell of a yeah, career trajectory. Like, yeah. yeah, you're winning fight after fight. I remember a couple of times there, like, you called David Tour out. Yeah. Not in a not in a trash talk way, but just in a in a respectful sort of boxing yeah. way, and yeah. he, he just sort of ignored that. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's right. Yep, yeah. So I was maybe sixteen, seventeen, and oh. Then I was a fighter in Christchurch. I remember that. I said, "Oh, we should, you know, we call out David." And I think, oh, because I knew, you know, calling him out and for that fight to actually happen would be a long way down the track. Yeah, and there was no response from him, so I just carried on doing my thing. And then all of a sudden, I was ranked number six heavyweight in the world with the WBO, and then it flips around. He calls me out. You know, he called me out because uh, you know I was I was ranked number six everywhere in the world, and and obviously he was wanting to make a make a return back to the right. ring. So at the time, I needed him to to build myself up, and I, you know, and then but then it flipped itself around where he needed me more than I needed him. You know, um, and obviously the then the, the talking got going, and then. Then it finally happened. Yeah. So, so, what year was that? I remember the fight of the century. The fight what, of the century, two thousand and nine. Two thousand nine. Yeah, man, that was um. Yeah, the hype, the build up. You, you and you guys both got half a million each. Yeah. Yeah. And it, how, how does that work? Because it sounds like a lot of money, but I'm guessing yeah. Once you pay your, your trainer fees yeah. and whoever else yeah. and taxes or whatever. Yeah. What What do you actually end up with? Yeah. Um, well, not five hundred anyway. <laughs> <laughs> not five hundred, but but still still a good chunk. Yeah, yeah. It's still yeah, still 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 a good chunk. Yeah. Like and and in two thousand nine, that was there was a, that mm. was that was a good chunk of dough. And you know, you think about that. One thing I want to say around that one that fight, that there was a big learning thing for me. Mm. It was a big learning because I'm a humble dude. I just do my thing, and you know, I got wrapped up in it. You know, I got wrapped up in the hype, wrapped up in 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 in, in the moment. You know. Um, yeah, I, I remember that. So there was a there was a TV show called um, what was it? Close up at seven with uh, Mark Sainsbury. That's right. Yeah, and um, you, you, I, I remember it clearly. And you and you and David Tour were on there, and it was it was almost like you'd been prepped yeah. to uh, like build up the fight and trash talk yeah. each other. And I I knew you a little bit, and I, yeah. I knew David a little bit, and I, yeah. I knew it didn't really sit comfortably with either of you yeah. two as as yeah. as humans. But yeah, you know we don't talk. You know we don't text or nothing like that. You know it's. Uh, it's strictly business, and uh, you know, when, 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 when you're preparing for a fight like this, uh, certainly no love lost. It is a serious one. I mean, look, even tonight, I mean, we had we made separate arrangements for, for, for both camps. What's your pick? I want to stop this man inside the distance. David? Uh, respectfully, I believe this will be Shane's last fight. I'm really going to hurt you. Yeah. You know, and I just appreciate you for allowing me that opportunity. I really do. Is it going to hurt you, Shane? No, have I got anything to do with it? Were you sort of forced to try and... I wouldn't say forced, yeah. but it just put in my head. And, and like, I just, yeah, like, just talk it up, talk it up. Yeah. It's good, good to think. And but I think back now, I think, why the hell did I do that? Because if they had said to me, you talk it up, you know, I'll give you more money, give you more percentage over a certain amount of pay-per-views and stuff. But I just go, oh, yeah, so I just talk it up. Talk it up, and then started talking it up. Then he started talking back at me, and then all of a sudden, it was promoted as strictly business. You know, I remember the poster, strictly business. Then all of a sudden, it got personal. It got mm. personal. Where where I, I regret some of the things that I said and did and conducted. It's just. Do you like, like, like what? Can you remember anything specific? 
Um, no, nah, not really. I just oh. think I just the way I held myself and like at the press conference, I'm thinking, fuck, I'm not like I'm not that person. Yeah, you yeah. know, you know, I built up and then, um, then yeah, yeah, like uh, just put so much pressure. I was going to say put put pressure on myself, but not really because on the night, the flip side from being at the Commonwealth Games semi semi finals, I was so nervous fighting David Tua, one of the biggest punches on the on the globe. I wasn't even nervous. So what does that say? <laughs> Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. I don't respect oh, yeah. the man. Yeah. I, did, I, yeah. Didn't, I didn't respect the man. I totally respect him, you know, before and after, but like um, just built myself right up yeah. and then I was in this moment and then I didn't respect him. So I wasn't you, you, nervous. Before that fight, your, your paths must have crossed, right? Like, were, you, were you friends or acquaintances? Well, mate, we lived together in Las right. Vegas when I first turned pro. Right. So I had my first fight at 400 bucks and then my second fight I fought in, um, in, in Reno and then Lake Tahoe so in, in Nevada. Mm-hmm. So I lived with David in, this, in his house. He had a big house in, in Las Vegas. So we all lived together, you know, right. for like a year and a half. So... And and then, and this is a fight game too. In some yeah. ways, you know, I still get fucking hammered on. Excuse my language. I, I still <laughs> yeah. I, I still get hammered on on social with some of the, some obviously his supporters and this guy. Oh, you're big mouth and you know, you're good that you got knocked out. Da, da. This, that's what's it? Not now. Still, yeah, like we, thirteen years on on a weekly basis. Right. Yeah, on a weekly basis, I'm doing my top tips and they go, "You're a bum, mate. Why no listen to you? You're a bum." I think, oh yeah, I like just say that to me in my face. But um, but you know, it just it just yeah. Um, mm. I didn't want that result to happen, mm. and I was so confident. But like, um, yeah, it is what it is. And David's a good man. We've caught up, and we've had some tequilas. Yeah, we've had some tequilas since then. And I was just like, "Shit, you bugger, you got me." Yeah, yeah. Because um, I, I'm sure you don't really want to want to dwell on this, but for anyone that, that doesn't remember, uh, I, I didn't remember the full extent of it. I watched it on YouTube yesterday, yeah. knowing I was coming to see you today. Yeah. yeah. Um. So the fight starts. Comfortable. It looks mm. like you're getting a couple of yeah. punches in, yeah. yeah. And then, hey, but he knocks you out in the first round. Yeah, second, second, second round. Yeah, so so he rocked me in the first round. Yeah. So I was moving around. Um, I don't really remember that much, but I remember moving around, just f- flicking my jab. And I've and I've always got a bad habit of dropping my right hand, you know. And obviously, with the moment, the occasion, I'm flicking around. I'm moving around all right. 
Yeah, well, I didn't really know what had happened until I watched the replay, and then right. I watched the replay, and then he sort of just slipped and then jumped in with his with his famous left hook, mm. and boom, he just caught me on the I don't know somewhere on my head, and then I just wobbled, and then my my memory had bloody gone, and then then he jumped on me. Obviously, he jumped on me. I'm only yeah, he jumped on me, uh, and he's a good finisher. And then he dropped me, got back up, and then ding, 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 saved by the bell, went to the corner. Come back out. He just jumped on me again and just bloody finished me off. You know? mm. So it was just like yeah. And that, that, when he so how long how long do you get for the break? Was it a minute? A minute. A minute. Yeah. yeah. So did you, do you remember much about that? About coming back out in the second round, or were you in sort of la la land? Um, no, I don't remember anything. And there's a lot of fights, so I, mm. I don't really remember what you know what sort of cause in the moment what's happening. Mm. But I, but I know exactly what the fight plan is and stuff yeah. like that. And just yeah, yeah. Like I've I've been hit, you know. Throughout my career, you know, mm. but there's, sometimes there's one punch that bloody gets you, and you don't really know. And you know, and I've done it to many other people, and yeah. I finally had it done to me. You know, it's not a it's not a good feeling, um, especially with the hype that was built up and all that sort of stuff. And and it is what it is, man. This is this is the sport, you know. Like um, this is boxing. Mm. We're, not, we're not playing marbles. Yeah. This is a yeah. serious business, you know. Shane's in more trouble than a tightrope walker in a windstorm right now. At, at that point where you get hit, are you thinking, "Oh shit, I'm in trouble now," or are you just are you away with it and you're? Um, um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's yeah. I don't really know. Like, it's more of a survive. But I'm not really thinking. It, but I'll tell you this now: I wasn't thinking about what I need to do. Yeah. You know, so it was quite a quite a quite a quite a grey area where I just. Like I say, I didn't know what I did until I watched the replay. I mm. think, oh, that's all I did. Just put my bloody hands up. What I should have done was moved, but I wasn't thinking clearly yeah. enough. Give me five minutes, mate. Hey, Dave, just give me stop punching. <laughs> Dave, stop punching. Just give me five minutes to clear my head, my and then I'm and then I'll come back to you. Doesn't work like that. Um, and, and so when you get hit with a big with a big punch like that, does it does it hurt or does nah, you, yeah no nah, nah, it doesn't. No, nah, I'm, I'm asking from the perspective nah. of someone that's never been hit. Oh yeah, and I get asked that quite a lot. Yeah. You know, like if I grabbed your hand and pinched it, that hurts more than getting punched. Right. Yeah, yeah. By by Tyson or two or whatever, it's just more of a shock. It's like a thud, boom. Um, but but yeah, it's not like oh that hurts. Don't hit me any, again. You know, mm. It's more of a oh, I don't want to get hit with that again. You know that was mm. a good punch. You know, so you still get your wits about you. Yeah, yeah, but like pinching someone's arm. Yeah, you know, that's more annoying than, than getting slammed in the bloody head or the body. Yeah. Have you ever watched a replay of the fight? Oh no. Yeah. You yeah. have. Yeah. It's hard to watch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It took me it took me probably seven or eight years to. Obviously, I seen the replay when it first happened. Yeah, you because know, it was on the news and it was bloody everywhere. You know, I was like, oh, that's what I did. That's what I did. But I was just so just yeah, I just. Yeah, just yeah. Still, still things. Yeah. Do, do you like so? So when you watch it, do you watch it from the perspective of oh damn, I, I should have done that, or I could have done that, or uh, nah. is it deeper than that? Yeah, yeah, it's deeper than that. It's just yeah. like just like man. yeah. I just don't watch it. Yeah, I just don't watch it. Yeah. That's the, the, the second round where it looks looks like he gets you with maybe fifteen or twenty punches. Yeah, 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 oh yeah, yeah. You're just not not defending yourself or anything. Nah, it's, nah. it's 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 hard to watch, yeah, and I'm yeah, not you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It is. It's. Um, what do you mean? It took. Yeah, it, it is. It's the, the, the most brutal thing ever. It's yeah. t- like it's t- yeah, awful. What do you mean? It took seven years to get over it. What do you mean? Because oh, you, you, your career carried on. Like you, yeah, it does. Oh, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah I, I keep coming back. But just probably mentally, you know, just I don't know, just hindered me. Like I think about it every day. You know, just thinking like, man, I just, just so gutted that I lost. I was just so gutted that I lost. You know, because it's a big fight for New Zealand and. 
I don't know, even ask David, like, you know, spending some time together, and I just said, man, what's what's the most fight? What's the biggest fight? Because he's fought Lennox Lewis, man, and I believe Lennox Lewis is probably one of the greatest fighters. Mm. On this planet, you know, um, but uh, oh, you talking about tour, the tour Lennox Lewis fight? Yeah, no, I'm just yeah. talking about Lennox oh, Lewis as a right. fighter, okay. as a fighter. He's, you know, um, and I was talking to David. I said, man, you've had some big, you've had some big fights, which he has some enormous fights, you know. And I said, what's been the most fight that you, the fight that you've been, you know, psychologically has got you, you know, this really ramped you up? He goes, fighting you, you know. And I just think about, oh, I didn't even think of that when I when I sort of asked a question. Mm. And I think, oh yeah, man, because he goes, man, I couldn't lose to you. Because mm-hmm. I'd have lost you, man. You know, so that mm-hmm. was just such the, the hype, you know. And I didn't think about any of that sort of stuff. It was yeah. like, man, I'm just training. I'm just going to beat you. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. But I didn't think about all the stuff that, you know, hey, if I lost, man, what will happen? But I suppose, yeah. I suppose don't. you just can't entertain the thought of losing. No, no, exactly. Yeah, and that's what I mean. So I didn't yeah. entertain it because I, I didn't think I'd lose, you know, because I just knew, you know. If it's, if, and I've had, what, 34 professional fights, and there's not once I've gone into a ring thinking I was going to lose. Mm. You know, not once. Eh? So boxing is all about psychological side, you know. It doesn't matter how big your muscles are, your arms are, any of that sort of stuff. What's your head saying mm. to you? When you walk into the ring, how confident are you yeah. in this fight, you know? And um, so so what happens after that fight? Were you – did you go back to your dressing room or were you you're taken, taken away to hospital for an evaluation uh, or – Yeah, I, I went, to, went to hospital. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. It wasn't, it wasn't a good. It was a good night. Yeah, it was, it was a bit of a glaze for a few days, to be honest. Yeah, it was just yeah, I can't remember. It just went away. Yeah, I just went away. And but then I just got back into it. You know, my my, my mentality I just wanted to just claw my way back. You know, I went from rank number six heavyweight in the world to like probably number two hundred in the world. You know, mm. just, just how just how the sport goes. And then I fought. I don't know how long later I fought John Hopewadi. My ultimate goal was to fight for a world title. You know, when I started boxing mm-hmm. at the age of twenty. You know. So, so, so you you were the same sort of age as um, like uh, Joseph Parker. Now, how how do you think you'd get on against someone like him? Do you feel, feel like you're in the, the same league at, at uh, your, your prime and his prime, or different than styles? That? Different, yeah, different styles. Uh, yeah, but he he's I reckon he would just get better, especially with um, the connection with him with uh, Tyson Fury and yeah. being amongst the best heavyweights. You know, David Naika being in there too. They're just going to grow, grow, grow. You know, like. Um, yeah, it would have been a good scrap, mm. him and I, and both in our mm. heyday, you know. But hey, it's not to be. But hey, that's, that's it, man. I just, I just support him, and yeah. and that's all we do. Do you think? Um, did Did you leave the sport at the right time? I mean, we've talked about your business stuff, and you, you like, you know, you're very, very smart. Like, you, you know, there's a lot going on. So don't, yeah. it doesn't, you know, you, you see some boxes and you go, oh, they took, they took one hit too many. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't feel like you're in that sort of position. Yeah. Oh, some days I think that <laughs> when I'm trying to remember something. Oh, so what's that thing? What's that called? Oh. <laughs> Darling, what's your name again? <laughs> no. No, it's just, uh, no, I was, I was content with retiring. Um, because I had the gym, so I had stuff to, to you know. Um, sometimes I get thinking, man, I wish I could. Get, no, no, I wouldn't say I wish I could get back into boxing, but it was more like you need that drive, you need that hunger, you need that that determination, you need to do whatever it takes mm. to get to training. Do it. So I don't have that no more. I yeah. have that, I have that in business, but I don't have that in in, in boxing. Like, um, and I know I could like. You know, a couple of years ago, I got to train my ass off and fought like um, what's his name, Paul Gallon or something like that, right. you know, and got a big payday, you know, and I can still do that now. But like, I'm just not driven to. Mm. I'm not driven to. Not for the money. Not for the. Um, just I'm just. I know what it's like, and I'm just not. Yeah, I just don't have the drive for it. You need the drive, the hunger, the determination to do whatever it takes, 
So when you're in that ring, you'll do whatever it takes to win. Mm. You know, you die in the ring if you have to. You just get the win, you know? Yeah. So I don't have that no more. Mm. And you mentioned before that you um, you did some sparring with uh, Mike Tyson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, yeah. when was that? What was the yeah, story? Yeah, that, that was, um, if we're talking years, that was in 2005. Right. Yeah, I went over there, um, Phoenix, Arizona. Um, that was my connection. Yeah, so, so um, yeah, so I was there for two, three weeks, three weeks. That was, that was an eye-opener. That mm. was the man, and Tyson. He's actually a really nice guy. Really Is he? nice guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just really Yeah, but it, I can see he's one of those guys who either like you or he doesn't like you. You know, so he sparred um most days and very ferocious. He's you know, he's got that high pitched voice, eh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey Shane. <laughs> hey, hey do Shane. a Shane, you're all right, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. I did not swear. Yeah, all he does is swear. Oh, mate, it's a, yeah, a podcast. You yeah, can yeah, say what you yeah, want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy motherfucker, man. I didn't, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't realize they breed crazy white guys like you down in New Zealand. You're crazy. But I remember we, we were sparring. <laughs> we were sparring, yeah. And then um, we're, um, we're, you know, we're going, and like sparring's really heated, you know? Like, so when you, when you say sparring, um, it's not like gentle punching. You, no, no, you, no. You're going 80%, 90%, oh, 100%. Yeah, like, no, like 100%. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, like he's trying to knock me out. You know, he's probably thinking, who's this, who's this white kid, man, coming down from New Zealand and want to try and spar me? Right. You know, probably the mentality I have when I spar anyone. You know, who do you think you are? You know, so you come across the ring, man, he's just trying to take, yeah, take 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 my head off, you know. Uh, and then the next spar, uh, next day, he hit me in the groin area, so he's throwing some heavy shots and hit me in the groin area. I said, hey, Mike, watch the low shots. He goes, sorry, Shane. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, how did the baddest man, baddest man on the planet go, sorry, Shane. Well, but but a- he's, uh, you know, shit, man, he's um- – He's, he's, a, he's a trooper, all right? He's, uh, he's, he's the man. What yeah. a claim to fame, being punched in the dick by Mike yeah. Tyson. <laughs> How good is that? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so so when, did you, when did you decide to retire? When did you decide, that's it, I've had enough? Uh, so my last fight, um, I, had, I had a fight where um, uh, there's no way I should have lost, but I, but I lost. And I lost by a guy that I shouldn't have lost to, but... He got me on that night. I think, man, there's no way, you know. But uh, so I'd have lost two fights in a row, and I hadn't lost two fights in a row as a pro. Mm. So it was coming up to my third fight. So I, think, uh, I said, um, yes, publicly that if I lose this fight, uh, I'll retire. And it was, a, and it was, a, and, you know, instead of picking an easy fight, you know, I picked a really hard fight. Mm-hmm. Former, former, um, former title challenger, um, and I knew the guy, um, big, big bugger. But I, but I, you know, in my head, I knew I'd beat him. But um, nah, he beat me, beat me on points, and I think, oh, well, I suppose I've got to retire now. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how we know oh, oh, I'm retiring because I don't want to go. Oh, that guy, that guy that says he's retired and doesn't retire, you mm. know. So, but I think the timing's right. Yeah. You know, like it's strange though, way eh? because it's a, a like in terms of professional sports people. So you get rugby players, and someone will come up and be better than them, and they'll be knocked aside. Yeah, or they'll be injured and they can yeah. no longer play. Yeah, um, but box, right. boxing, yes. it's. It, it's a it's a different sort of thing. Like you're yeah. sort of in you're sort of in charge of yourself, and it, yes. I suppose for a lot of people, it's the fear of the unknown about what comes next that keeps you there. Yes. But did you do you, did you have like a plan in mind? Are you like I'm going to set up a gym? I'm going to yeah. The gym was already going. Oh, okay. Yeah, I had right. the gym already going. So if you think about like fully focusing on your career and no distractions, I had all of that. I had all the distractions. You know, I just got married and you know, a young boy, and had the gym. So I'm running the gym, I'm running classes. And hey, man, Shane, you're a professional fighter, you know. And and then when you think about the things that I I, I generated and and achieved in my earlier days, it's because I was fully focused. I was fully focused. Yeah. I didn't lose anything. I was just win, 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 win. Because I had no distractions. Mm. It's when you start bringing in distractions, and you know, which which I had distractions. 
which could be good distractions or bad distractions, there were distractions mm-hmm. because it takes you off track to where you're fully focusing on, which is to win your next fight. So, um, yeah, but hindsight, that's hindsight, eh? You yeah. Know, then you can look back and go, oh, yeah, now I understand you know, how, how things work, you know, mm. and then those things, yeah. and in boxing you learn the hard way. Mm. Yeah. Well, everything, I mean, everything works out for a reason in life, yes, doesn't it? And yes, Yeah, everything yeah. happens for a reason, yeah. and um, it seems like you're in a good place now. Yeah, um, thank you. Now, what about, um, you were probably more petrified doing, like, Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> <laughs> when, yeah. when was that? You, you did that the same year as my, um, as my ex-wife JJ, right? Oh, yeah, you're yeah, on that that, that's right, yeah, yeah, yeah that's right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're around the same time. Yeah, she, I, yeah. I, I asked her about that on the way here. I said, I said, oh, did you have much to do with Shane? And he said, she said, no, Shane and Nera just sort of kept themselves a little bit. And they, yeah. They, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, so, so you get asked to do it. Do you say no straight away, or do you say yes straight away? Uh well, I said, I said, I actually asked my wife at the time. I said, what do you think about dancing with the stars? She goes, yeah, yeah, give it a go. Hey, yeah, cool. So I love a challenge in life, you know. Yeah. And I can't dance. I couldn't dance in. Uh, sorry, I couldn't dance before, and I couldn't. Uh, I still don't dance afterwards. And but like, whatever I do, I, I just I put everything into yeah. it. Like I said, so so I was training with Nerida. Like I'd come here in the morning. I'd train a couple of people, and I'd I'd be with her by nine o'clock, and then I'd leave her leave her place at four, and then I'd come here, and then, you know. So, but like, yeah. It was it was a challenge, but I, I I loved it, but I'd never do it again. Mm. Yeah, but in terms of the psychological side of things, it was boxing gave me because uh, I think about you know, people have said like, is it harder going out for Dancing with the Stars or harder going out for a fight? I go, oh no, I've got to put boxing in front of that because hundred percent, yeah, 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 yeah. But but I remember like. Um, um, uh, yeah, Jay would, 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 would agree. It's like you're out backstage and everything is live. You know, live. You know, you train all week, Monday to Friday. Then you go into the studio Saturday and Sunday for the rehearsal, 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 and then you live on a Sunday night. So it was, it was daunting, but um, but it's it, it was it was a great chapter in my life. Mm. Did you? Because she's um, JJ's been in radio for like thirty years, uh, but she still gets people coming up to her now, like five, six, seven years, whatever it was later, yeah. uh, talking about Dancing with the Stars. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah did yeah. you? You get that quite a bit. You get like just, just as many people uh, talking to you about that than the boxing. Yeah, not so much now. Yeah. It, it, still, it still comes back to the boxing, but like, um, but around that time, it's interesting because my fan base was was not big blokey guys. It was more um thirteen year old girls. <laughs> yeah. And 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 sort of uh, yeah, yeah, housewives yeah. And, and older. Yeah. So I'd go to the you know, North Coast Tavern for beer and some of the all the old all the old girls go, How can I get a photo? I'm like, Oh my God, I've never had that before but yeah. Um yeah, so changed my fan base there, but it was um Oh, it's good. Everything's mm. it's, it's, it's good. Mm. How yeah. how long did you last? You did okay, didn't you? Uh, eight, so, yeah, eight weeks. Eight weeks. Yeah. Right. I stood eight weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's good going. That's good yeah. going. Um, can I ask you a few a few quick run questions? Yeah, uh, mate. Yeah. Okay. What do you listen to when you run? Oh, I'm old school, man. Old school music like Seven Spanish Angels, Willie Nelson, Lee Charles. Where my oh, girlfriend, God. she's just like, oh, mate, I want to slip my wrist. Yeah. Please tell me, <laughs> please tell me that wasn't your hype music before a fight. Well, mate, when I come out, I come out to Kenny Rogers as a gambler. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> were, you, were you about to start singing? <laughs> I feel like you were. We about to do a Tyson Fury. Oh, man, man. oh yeah, no, he can sing, eh, the boy? Uh, eh? Yeah. Uh, what's your favourite place to run? Favourite place to run? Uh, just just around my block. Well, love. Yeah, yeah, just around yeah, home. Yeah, just around yep. home. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you have a favourite shoe? Favourite shoe. Um, I used to love Puma because I used to be sponsored by them, but I've got to buy my own shoes now, so um, anything that is available. Yeah, just whatever's, whatever's on sale at Rebels. Um, one, thing, um, one thing I like to talk about with guests on this um, podcast is what I call the three Fs, like fails, fuck-ups and flaws. Because yeah. I'm a firm believer that um, 
I mean, you, you learn more from those things than what you do from your successes in yeah, life. Yes, as, as, yes. as long as you take them in and digest them yes. and learn from them, they, they can be the best lessons ever. Yes. Um, what is it for you? What's the, what's the big one in your life? I think your biggest flaw is probably being like too driven. <laughs> Never yeah, being yeah, satisfied. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. yeah they're, they're probably, and that's what I've been talking about over the last couple yeah. of days. Just not being. I wish I was more content. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the one that's I guess stands out for for every New Zealander that knows you and follows boxing the the tour fight. That, yeah, that would. I mean, that could be seen as a fail. Do you see it yeah. that way oh, now? Yeah, Did yeah. you learn a lot from that? Um, I, I learned a lot in terms of, like I say, if, I, if that fight happened again, <clears throat> um, I would. Um, I certainly conduct myself in a different way, you know. Mm. Um, like in the lead up to it, you mean, or during the fight? Yeah, yeah, no, in the lead up, uh, yeah, the lead up. Yeah. You know, it just got too personal, you know. Where I, just, I don't do that. I never did it before that fight, mm. and I never did it after that fight, you know. Mm. And all of a sudden, I did it in that fight, you know. So um, it's hard. It's just it seems like it's such an important part of the game now, but it's just it doesn't necessarily sit well with um with with New Zealanders. It's, yeah, I see, yeah. I see, I see, I see Joseph Parker do it sometimes, and you can tell he's been asked to do it to yeah. su- support the fight, but yeah. it's. Uh, yeah, it doesn't yeah. necessarily sit naturally. Nah, no, nah, it doesn't. Like I'm confident within my thing, but I don't have to voice it. You know, yeah. I don't have to voice it because you know, I, I just, I just do it without. You know, actions speak louder than words, eh? You know, so. Um, but you know, buddy bugger David, he he got, <laughs> he got me over that one. That's one thing I don't think if, I, if there's one fight that I'd get up for, it'd be buddy, would be, it would be him. But yeah. but he's but he's a good man, and yeah, no, much love to the man. Well, it's, yeah. it's good that you got that relationship now. Yeah. Like you, you mentioned yeah. before that you guys have sat down and had some tequila. Yeah. You, yeah. What was the circumstance of that? Oh, just I, it was seven years later. Yeah. yeah it was, I got that seven year thing. I was like, man, I need to connect with with David. You know, just like man, like for whatever it was. So come come around for dinner, um, my place, and we you know just 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 yarned. It was mm. it was awesome. You know. So sometimes if I'm if I'm his area, I'll call in, and um, he's bought some counterpunch. Gear off me before too, boxing gear. So, um, so, so no, nah, he, he he's a good, he's a good man, he's a genuine man. He's there's there's there's, no, there's no faking with him. Yeah. There's there's no, there's no bullshit. Eh? Like, um, he's just genuine, just a genuine good bugger. Mm. Yeah, that's so nice. Yeah, and he's he's had some uh, like it's funny. You look at you know both your careers post boxing. Like he's had some terrible luck. Yeah, in terms of like met like management and management. being ripped yeah. off. Yeah, and he must he must look at you and think shit. Shane's done good. Mm, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, he's very positive. Like, yeah, he does. He does do, say, "Shane, you've done well," and, and mm. it's, it's very nice to, to to hear that. And um, yeah, I, I do feel feel from you know for for the man and what he's done. Well, yeah, he, the things he's done, the, the guys that he's beaten. Oh my mm. god, you know, like he's probably a guy, the only guy that I, I know that, that shouldn't, have, you know, should man should have been a world champion over and mm. over again. But it's just you know, and the things he had to go through. Um, you know, all that financial stuff and mm. you know, lawyers and all that sort of stuff with the battles. Of, mm. I, wouldn't, but, I wouldn't wish that on anyone. But that seems to happen a lot in boxing. It seems like there's a lot of, like, shady sharks around. Yeah. But, but you, you got through unscathed. Yeah. You've yeah, done, no, you've done so well. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, no, I, you know, I had a good team, you know, a good manager, Ken Rainsfield. You know, one thing, I, I you know, I trusted the man, and uh, we're still really good friends now. Uh, I, I didn't have a big team, you know, just, just – him and what about um like plans for like, like the next? Are you much of a, a, like a goal setter or a planner? Like where, where, where do you see yourself in five years, ten years? Yeah, um, yeah. Do you not, sort of go with the flow or? Yeah, I, I need to work on my my, my goals. Um, not work on my goals, but like um, but I suppose it comes down to that content thing. You know, I get to a goal and I achieve a goal, um, but I'm still not happy. But you just probably just make another one. Yeah. My goal is not to be in Auckland in five years. Yeah. Where would you like to be? Uh, Tauranga. Really? Totally, yeah. Yeah. Well I'm from Gisborne, you know, yeah. so I want to be closer to my mum mum and dad. 
Um, my son lives there, so I want to be close to him. Uh, yeah, and and yeah, I guess I said to you earlier, I I, I launched my um, Counterpunch fitness training app, so I really want to really focus on that yeah. and focus on Counterpunch. Those are the two things I really want to focus on, um, and just want to yeah, I, I don't want lifestyle. Bit of lifestyle. Don't want to keep grinding every day like I yeah. have done. I just bought a bike the other day, a motorbike, uh, dirt bikes, just so I can. Because I just work every day. Otherwise, I just work every day. You know, mm. I just want to have a, have a have a time on a, on, a, on a weekend and just do my own thing. Mm. And if you um, lived in Tauranga, you could become the Mount Warrior. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mount Warrior. Yeah, shit, yeah. Come here, making a comeback. Making a, a comeback. Yeah. yeah. Hey, um, hey, you're a brilliant man. You've done so so well. And uh, yeah, thank you very much for your time today. Uh, really thanks, appreciate it. Appreciate it, buddy. Yeah. Thank you very much for making it all the way through this episode of Runners Only with Dom Harvey. As I do at the end of each show, some housekeeping. You can message me anytime you want, domharveynz on Instagram, or you can email me, domharveynz at gmail.com. Please, if you haven't done so already, rate the podcast or write a review if you like what you hear. And if you don't do this already, it would be really awesome if you subscribed to the podcast. I looked at some stats and 40% of people that listen to this podcast don't actually subscribe. Now, if you subscribe, that means the podcast will grow, and that will mean I can get even better guests moving forward. But of course, there's no obligation or pressure for you to do any of that stuff. I honestly just appreciate you being here and listening to this. A lot of work goes into this every week, so um, I appreciate having you guys along for the journey. All right, till next time, see ya. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.